0: best friends. I'm Tabby and I'm Caitlin and today we will be wrapping up the rest of our thoughts on Avatar. You never have to hear about it again until we do the other series. Yeah until there are more books and until we read other book series that are slightly related and we'll never stop talking about it.
1: Yeah like you're never gonna escape it you silly (laughs) gooses.
0: We're just going on a hiatus.
1: Um, so we're going to start it off by just reading a quick, synops- it's a it's a pretty short chapter, um, but we're going to read a quick synopsis of what goes down. Um, we'll touch a little bit on the Feyre and Resan chapter, but really our main focus here is Asriel.
0: Yeah, that's what we care the most about. Um, And then if you do want to read the full, like bonus chapters, like on your own, Iced Fiji Water on Reddit has a Google Drive and it has all of the bonus chapters. So thank you.
1: Yeah, we can add the link onto our website for y'all too. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: Okay. So we're going to just kind of do a quick synopsis of the Asriel chapter. So this takes place after A Court of Silver Flames is the only one still awake after the family's winter solstice party. He's feeling envious of Cassian and Reese because they are in love with their mates, and it's making him, like, jealous. Elaine comes down the stairs. She's planning to sneak a present onto Asriel's pile, but she's, like, surprised to, like, run into Asriel. And she, like, gives him another kind of joke gift like she did in the um, the previous Uh, novella Mm -hmm. and he gives her like a beautiful necklace and she's like "Will you put it on me and they have like this little romantic like
1: a whole moment in the hallway
0: (laughs) a whole moment like they both get turned on um, and Azrael is about to lay the Mac on, but Reese like speaks into his mind from the top of the stairs and he's like, What the fuck are you doing? Like, come to my office right away. So Azrael tells Elaine, like, oh man, this was a mistake. And Elaine's like, Oh my god, I'm sorry. And he's like, No, like don't apologize, but like I gotta go. So he goes up to Reese's study yeah and so Reese is
1: like reprimanding Azriel for making moves on Elaine lane while her mate is literally sleeping in the same house so I get it I get it and also but like Reese maybe don't like watch people from the staircase like that's kind of creepy I don't know um but Azriel tells Reese how he thinks the cauldron was wrong, and it mated um, Pharaoh and Reese and Cassian and Nesta, so he feels like he should have been mated with Elaine. And it's like, well, you're not really entitled to her, but okay. Um, and so Reese orders Asriel to stay away from Elaine, and he points out that Lucian can defend their mating bond by invoking the blood duel, which no one really does that anymore, but um it's basically a battle to the death um and potentially it could like ruin the alliances that they have with the autumn court that they have worked so hard to build as well as the spring court because you know lucian and tamil are tight yeah um,
0: and also like Juri and Ambassa. and, and
1: bassa like, it basically it'll ruin everything <laughs> Yeah. Um, so Asriel's upset, but he knows Reese is right. Um, and so he flies to the House of Wind to work out in the training pit. But Gwen is already up there practicing with her sword, doing some
0: Valkyrie training. Yeah. So Gwen is up there trying to cut the ribbon with her sword, like the Valkyrie do um, at one of their training exercises. And Asriel has like a little bit of a flashback. He remembers the day that he found her at Sangreval, and he like kind of just contemplates, like, wow, she's changed so much since then. And they kind of exchange pleasantries and banter a little bit about what they did for Solstice. Gwyn asks Asriel whether he sings because he's a shadow singer. And he's like, hmm, yeah, actually, I do. And then he's like trying to tell her how like she can improve her form to cut the ribbon and he just kind of gives her advice and goes to bed. It's really cute. And um, so the next morning he
1: returns back to the river house and Elaine has um, returned the necklace on top of his pile of gifts. And he thought about returning it to the story and bought it, but instead he goes to Clotho down in the library and was like, please, um, please give this to Gwen instead. And Clotha was like, oh my God, like she will love it. And I will tell her that a friend left it for her. And Asriel then imagines how Gwen's eyes might light up when she sees the necklace and it brings a small smile to his face because there's something beautiful in the world again. Something sweet. Something almost sweet. <laughs> yeah. And so that's the, that's the chapter. It's uneventful, but also very eventful.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, um, you, you, because we obviously know Azrael has been struggling like he has been dealing with abandonment issues his entire life. Mm-hmm. He is feeling lonely and like more has had him like on the hook for like freaking 500 years pretending mm-hmm. that one day she might return his love and he is just a sad sad boy
1: is like super into problematic women. He's like, I can't have more than I'll have Elaine, who I also can't have
0: because she's promised yeah. to somebody else. It's like, dude, pick someone else. No, like pick someone who's like Gwen unavailable. Yeah, like Gwen. Um, for those of you who don't know, I am a Gwen real stan. Same. So is Tabitha. Yeah, we are not El real. Stand.
1: Which is a stupid name anyway. It does not really roll off the tongue like Gwynreel does, does it? Yeah,
0: it kind of just sounds like your tongue stuck in the back of your throat. L-real. Like L-real. Yeah, don't love it. Uh, like a Lord of the Ring name. It does. And, like, that's a different series, okay? stupid. Just kidding. Um, I love
1: Lord of the Rings. I would never. <laughs> yeah, how dare I?
0: <laughs> um, so, so what are t- Lord of the Rings walked so Sarah J. Maas could run.
1: It's- so <laughs> Akator could run. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So some thoughts on the bonus chapter again this is just the Azriel bonus chapter there are more um but no one likes a regifter as Mm-mm. fucking Ddin
1: like who does that
0: yeah like dog at least return that necklace and get her a different one Because wasn't it
1: like flowers? Like it was like flowers on the necklace. It's like, Mm -hmm. does Gwen even like flowers?
0: (laughs) He picked it out with Elaine in mind. So like it's extra fucked up because not only did he pick it out with (laughs) Elaine in mind, but he had feelings for Elaine when he picked it out. And he's like, you know what? I'm gonna just give it to someone else. yes um absolutely hate that but you know what Mm -hmm. I also he doesn't strike me as someone who's like good with women so I'm not surprised that he did that
1: in his mind he was probably like she will love this because (laughs) because all women love all women love necklaces necklaces. yeah Yeah, that's probably exactly what his mindset was because they're used to getting more gifts and like more even confident on like how shitty their gifts always are
0: oh yeah and the thing is like More she does, she does kind of like dress to the nines and stuff, like that is something that like more would appreciate. But like Gwen, she's a priestess, she does, she's not like the most fashion forward, you know, person. Like, she that's not really like I'm sure she would love the necklace, don't get me wrong, just because she would be like, Oh, wow, that's so beautiful, thank you. But it's not like personalized to her, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, not the best move on his part. Um some of my other thoughts
1: about it um just really Building up my argument that Gwen and Asriel should be together, I just feel like they have way more in common. Um, both obviously they're going to do some trauma bonding. Who doesn't love some <laughs> trauma bonding? Um, but they're both just very strong people. And I'm not saying Elaine isn't, but we have not seen any evidence that she is. And like we kind of saw her claws come out a little bit more in um, a court of silver flames when she fights back against Nesta and was like, Well, you know, I was there, like, I was the one kidnapped too. And so like, that was cool, but like Gwen's doing something about it. She's not hiding in the library anymore. Like she's training with the Valkyrie. She's getting the other priestesses out. Like she is, you know, wanting to take on more. And so I really just feel like she and Azriel like get along better in that sense because they're cut from the same cloth almost.
0: I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I just think that also, like, not only are they, like, more compatible, but, like, it's just a better fit. Like, Elaine is literally mated to Lucian. Like, it's going to be a drama for Elaine and Azrael to get together when, like, Gwen is totally available. So it's, like, that. I mean, not that that's the only reason you should. Yeah, like like, we shouldn't do like he shouldn't go for it just
1: because she's there. But I just feel like he already kind of has feelings for her. And I think it's going to be like one of those friends to lovers type situations where like there could be a potential love triangle. But there's not because eventually he realizes like Gwen is the better fit for him. He Uh, thinks he's in love with Elaine. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, which I do get. Like he has like grown really close with Elaine. Like I get why he has feelings for her
1: I think the only reason he has though is because he feels like he's owed a sister, basically. He's like, My brothers have one. Why don't I get one? And it's like, that's kind of fucked. Like I don't know.
0: Like brought that up to Reese. Like Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's something he needs to unpack for sure. I'm like not blaming him, but certainly like, um Let's figure out why you're feeling that way and work through it. <laughs> um, another, like, this is not a huge deal, but like, Asriel singing, I'm sorry. Like, I literally cannot imagine Asriel having... A, a good singing voice like See, i do and like i'm sure that he does and i'm sure that is a good painter but like canonically my mind is just like pharah's bad at painting and Azrael's bad at singing and just no one tells them otherwise and i don't know i just i can't i can't imagine it any other way
1: i like think of i don't know i can't remember it's like anna may something it's like that german or russian group it's on tiktok everywhere like um they sing like tom's diner and like the dude has like cool. the crazy deep the voice second guy and, like, that comes in yeah that's who i kind of think <laughs>
0: yeah that's
1: kind of who i was thinking of though like for yeah. asriel's voice yeah. you know
0: what <laughs> i could i could see it
1: <laughs> yeah he's
0: you know, convinced to me
1: um oh annan may canterite Yes. That's who I picture. Um, so
0: I don't know. I'm going to try to keep that in mind next time. (laughs) Like he has like a beautiful deep voice. Okay. I like that. Yeah. Um, some
1: other, you know, thoughts I had about the chapter, um, was just Reese's behavior towards Asriel. And we, we talked about it a little bit, but, um, I, like I said, I, I see where, Reese is coming from um, because they do have a lot at stake obviously with like the rebuilding of Prithian and like trying to have good ties with like all the other territories um they they need to tread carefully but also it's like come on dude like no one said anything like when Cassie and Anesta were like up each other's butts and like no one said anything when you were trying to like seduce Pharaoh away from Tamlin like
0: (laughs) okay so yes The more has to do with
1: the mating bond he respects the mating bond
0: he does but um another thing is their dynamic is they are literally like in their minds they are brothers so I think that whenever they do have a disagreement it's also going to be they're going to be kind of like harsh with each other yeah so I'm not surprised that he kind of like puts his foot down like that because that is you know whenever you get in an argument with your sibling that is how you you kind of talk to them
1: Right. Awesome. Well, and I also just really like seeing that side of Resand as well, because I feel like when you get it from Farah's point of view, like we're only seeing like what she sees, which is like her mate and her friend and like the person who like was there for her rather than like seeing like the high Lord and the one who has to like kind of put his foot down, who, you know, has had 500 years worth of like friendship with these other people. And so I think that's just like a cool side of Reese that we get to see where he does have to be like the bad guy in some situations.
0: Yeah. True. Because whenever Reese and Feyre like disagreed, they would always um, kind of have like a super calm resolution uh well not at first but once they not were least, made it, yeah. not in uh, the mountain but <laughs> you know they would at least fuck it out um yeah. you, you but know, it's
1: like Reese, <laughs> a, like Reese is like Reese is Azriel's high lord like he's not an equal like Feyre is and so
0: um yeah like he really does kind of have to like step down in that situation true and then Azriel even like says whenever um he realizes that Reese is pulling rank he's like oh
1: like oh he's good.
0: Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> guess I'll step back. I guess. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, Reese would never, but like he could, like literally wipe Azrael from this. Like, like by
1: snapping his fingers, like yeah. with a blink, he could like.
0: It might be a little like challenging to get rid of As or Cassian, but like he certainly would win.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe not hand to hand, but like in terms of magic, yeah, he could like. Yeah.
0: He could fuck it up. Absolutely. But again, our Reese would never kind of the last <laughs> last thing. And we'll kind of talk a little bit about this as we get into some of our fanfics. Um, Asriel has got to be a freak in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. He was literally, like, locked in a room by himself as a child in the dark, like, abandoned for years. Like, you don't make it out of that unsafe.
1: Under- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some trauma that has stemmed, like, become some weird kink that we will see later. And, like, Sarah J. Mass has even said in, like, some of her interviews, like, when people ask about Asriel, she's like, yeah, no, Asriel is, like, a real freak. And so I'm stoked to yeah. see that translate into, like, some of the other books.
0: Uh, yeah. Um, so that brings us to, we looked up some fan fictions <laughs> about our man, Ooh. Asriel. So um, I am going to start with the, the couple that I found on Wattpad. So the first one is called A Court of Darkness and Melodies by Underscore Book Addict 79. So let me, um it's okay, guys, I was reading this one. I did not realize that it's unfinished until I got to the end. It's 19 chapters, but it was last updated in July of 2021. So okay. it hurts. It hurts. Was it? Like it was good normal. though. <laughs> Yeah, I was into it. I was like, oh, it's a slow burn. But the thing is, it's unfinished. So it just never, <laughs> like, comes to be. But in case they ever do um, update, like, I, I do think that the, the writing was good. So kind of the the beginning is it picks up after the bonus chapter. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm loving how this fits into the story. Azriel is still feeling, like, hung up on a lane. But then something's also kind of, like, brewing between him and Gwen. So the description says Azrael is spiraling and shutting everyone out. Ever since that night on winter solstice, Azriel has been going in deeper and deeper and even his brothers failed to pull him out of the void he has fallen into. And then it says Gwyn's life is better than ever and then it actually cuts off, but <laughs> um so Gwyn's really good. <laughs> <laughs> um so they start off as friends and kind of develop like, like in that chapter, the bonus chapter, like they have a friendship and it it's being built upon. The next one is finished. So is less of a bummer. It is called a court of stars and shadows. And it's by seriously underscore prongs underscore. And then serious is spelled like serious black. It is 15 chapters plus an epilogue. And there is no smut um but they do get together like it's you know it's Ta-da. written in there it's just not detailed which um. is fine they are mates Azrael and Gwyn are mm-hmm. mates and i hope that's canon okay i'm into that so the uh <laughs> apparently i just don't know how to read these descriptions this one also- <laughs> somebody tell me what i'm doing wrong Azriel, the spy master of the night court, one of the most powerful illyrians to walk Prithian. He was damaged, he was broken, and he thought himself evil. He found solace in his darkness and in his shadows. And then, um, you know, Gwyneth comes to be his light, the light of his life. Kion. Yeah, so the next ones are on a o three and oh <laughs> this one this next one is smut it's one chapter long it's entitled as in gwyn decide to take it to the next level the, <laughs> it is very it's charming. all smut um it is by sarah underscore bay underscore mass sarah bay mass i love that and um so the description just says, not me writing this because I needed the smut in my life. No, ma'am. I would never dare. Mm-hmm. And uh, she did. She did dare. Sarah Bay. <laughs> Sarah Bay, thanks for doing God's work. You are keeping it real because we know that there would be smut. And then in the next one, an archive of our own, it is entitled A Court of Song and Shadow. It is nine chapters long and it is completed. And they are mates again in this one, which... I, again, hope is canon. And so this one is kind of fun. It's got a little bit of a, it's nine chapters long, but it's like one kind of short story. And so it's, Gwynriel are out with their friends at a karaoke night and they kind of like go home together, Ah! drunk. Um, Also, I forgot to say who it's by. It's by Just a
1: Whore. Yeah, very important to know. It is by Just a Whore and we love her. We do love her you want to talk about yours yeah um so i found one caitlin kind of carried the team on fanfics this week um i did find one that i like though it's called um on my radar it's also on ao3 it's by biking magic underscore three so just like a little snapshot of it it's um Azriel will help gwen overcome her past in any way that she decides she needs, but he's more than a little shocked and intrigued by just how explicit some of her requests become. How will this dynamic affect their friendship? Will he finally find a way to let someone in? Will they be able to work together to serve their court? Great questions. Um, From what I've read, so it is like an ongoing story. So far, there are 17 chapters. She actually just updated it today. Um, I haven't gone through all 17 chapters yet, but it's been pretty smutty from what I've read so far and some of the like tags on there um, are light masochism light bondage wax play <laughs> um shameless smut and so I know it's going to be a good one um, I will be adding we'll probably that to the, read the rest of it yeah
0: Plenty I struggled to before. find one <laughs> that was smutty and multiple parts so 10 out of 10 work
1: 10 out of 10 really Hit it on the head there. Um, thank you so much, Viking Magic.
0: That is um, everything I was looking for. Yeah. So even though I found more fix, you found, I think the the
1: real found the crown jewel.
0: Gold. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so next, Tavi's been waiting to talk about it for ten weeks now. We are going to talk about Evil Elaine
1: my undying hatred for this character
0: yeah we so not only do we not want elaine and Azrael to end up together we want the worst for elaine yeah
1: i want the <laughs> downfall of elaine She's and, and the only caveat to that is if she ends up with tamlin like yeah. that is the only thing that i will accept at this point in time to even like redeem her a little bit but other than that like she can kick rocks for all i care
0: yeah, I think if she ended up with Tamlin, um, because he's kind of, you know, been an asshole too, mm-hmm. I think that they would, like, end up being happy together and, like, stop being assholes to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like,
1: I think they find the true meaning of love, and that's how that works.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would solve uh-huh. everything.
1: So, some things to point out about Elaine as a whole. So, we know that she supposedly like after going into the cauldron she had the gift of sight and like she had a bunch of visions and like they all came true but then after she was kidnapped they just like stopped and while nesta we find out in a court of silver flames is still able to use her power elaine's like yeah i don't know guys sorry it's like gone super strange so i think she's lying first of all i think she's a dirty rotten liar um but also like every time she's around Azriel her um his shadows like hide or they like disappear like they're affected by her and so i think like they can sense something not right in elaine and like are like fearful of her um i also think like she is super good at reading people's emotions and like um being able to kind of see like what they're feeling and she even does that in, like to azriel in the bonus chapter like Either he had everything written on his face, which is very uncharacteristic for Azriel, or she is just like super keyed into like what's going to happen in the future. I think she uses that like to her advantage almost. Um, I also feel like she is going to use Azriel's affection towards her to her advantage. So I think she can still see the future and I think she is foreseeing something to put her in a place of power and she's going to use Azriel and his love for her to get there I don't know is that far-fetched I don't know I don't think so I really don't trust her either and like on top of that she's been hanging out a lot with nuala and caridwin and while i don't think the twins would do anything nefarious i i do think they've just taught her too much and like she's going to use that against them um like maybe she has like seen something with coast jay or um with like what he's going to end up doing um, because there wasn't really any resolution with Kostre at the end of Silver Flames. Or maybe she's foreseen something with, like, the Eighth Court or, like, something that'll happen with, like, Montessere or, like, Valahans. So, like, there's a lot of different things that I think are in play. And, like, I do think she's seen all of it.
0: Yeah, because if we are, like, right about our theory that Feyre's family is, like, you know, mm-hmm. descendants from that Eighth Court then she might consider herself to have some kind of right claim. to it. Yeah. So, which is like, girl, calm down. If that is an older sister. Yeah, <laughs> you do have an older sister. And you have a sister who's uh, a lot more powerful than you. And mm-hmm. of the night court. So
1: just sit down. And also, it just doesn't make any sense to me, like, why she would not choose my sweet, sweet Prince Lucian. Like, yeah, she hasn't even given him a chance.
0: Give him a chance. Because, okay, so we can't even blame it on the fact that she was hung up on Grayson because she's over there flirting with Asriel. Yeah, she got over
1: him real quick.
0: Yeah, like, they were like, oh, like, that's what Pharaoh would tell Lucian. It's like, she's still mourning her relationship with Grayson. But at the same time, she was getting all in Azriel's business.
1: Like, Lucian is literally everything that she has ever looked for in a man. Like, she wanted Grayson for his family's, like, influence. And, like, they were in good standing. Like, Lucian's literally a High Lord's son. And he's and funny. He's and he's handsome. And he has a magical eye that can see things. Like, yeah. <laughs> what's not to love?
0: Yeah, Lucian, I would I would love I, Lucian. I'd risk it all for Lucian. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I would risk it all for a few men in this book. <laughs> yeah, like pretty much like any
1: of them at this point. <laughs> not <laughs> to be fully honest, not Tamlin, sorry. <laughs> Lucian, Eris, Reese. For Aris. sure all day.
0: Yeah. Oh, Helian.
1: You know what? I'd even take Callias at this point. Yeah, Callias Uh what's the other one's name? With a T. Mm, not Tar- uh, Tarquin. Tarquin,
0: I would risk it all for Tarquin.
1: No, but what's like the dawn? Not dawn. Oh, season Thesin, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, but season he, he's good. So okay, yeah. Um, I don't think season would be interested in this, but that's okay.
1: No, I've definitely found out about myself. You know, like characters, tall, dark, handsome, always good. But tall, dark, and fruity—that's a whole different. That's
0: a whole different level that I'm into. <laughs> yeah like
1: I'm into them but they're dark air. and like a little bit fruity
0: <laughs> um well I guess it depends on what brand of fruity whether or not they'd be you know into you
1: yeah no just like a little bit
0: absolutely I agree they're always the funniest and like humor mm-hmm. means a lot to me they're
1: very they're very That's just possible. like in, in touch with who they are as well like they know yeah. what they
0: want, and one I respect that mad respect for like, them <laughs> so, uh, I respect that this is so <laughs> off topic at this point, but there is yeah. like a TikToker who, whenever you said tall, dark, and a little bit fruity, I immediately thought of him, Christian. I cannot, yeah. agree- Do you know, what I'm talking about. Yeah. And he's newly sober. Uh congratulations, Christian. I'm very proud of you and your journey. He's been very vulnerable about it. If anyone's struggling with addiction of any kind or just like wants to follow someone who's hilarious, do I have the guy for you? Boy, do I have the man for you. No, and Christian I Christian Veerling. Mm. He's hilarious. Wow. Um, he's always been hilarious, but now he's sober.
1: <laughs> we got the extra sparkle. That's what I love about like. Sarah J. Maas characters and that they all a little bit, a little bit fruity. Oh yeah, especially like in Throne of Glass. If no one's read that series, like Mm. none of them are
0: straight, and no one can convince me otherwise. Not a single character in that book about being immortal, though. Like you live long enough, like of course you're. It's because guys, and if y'all are homophobes, first of all, get out of here. I don't care. Don't listen to our podcast. You cannot tell me that it's unnatural because. You're an idiot if you live for 500 years. I'm sorry,
1: but, like, there ain't no way. Yeah, like, it's
0: absolutely natural for, like, people to be attracted to each other or not. Like, it doesn't, Mm. like, regardless of the gender or
1: whatever. Yeah, and, like, I've, I've talked about this in past episodes. Like, you know for a fact my boy Reese was getting it with everybody he could. Like, anybody he could.
0: Yeah, he was, not only was he a rich guy he was a powerful guy he was a good-looking guy like imagine like a frat boy partying the biggest but give dom him, energy that you've ever yeah, yeah give him literally more power than anyone in the world has ever had i'm He's sorry fucking everything in sight and i don't
1: like nothing but respect for my high lord first of all <laughs> <laughs> like good for him
0: yeah <laughs> um, I am but a, a humble servant in the <laughs> next <network>. part. <laughs> uh, anyway. We have a really gone off the rails. This <laughs> <episode. laughs> We're taking a break from
1: fantasy. Um, we are um, waving goodbye to Akatar for now. We are switching our focuses to rom-com next week. It's Hallmark Smut. Get ready. It's Window Shopping by Tessa Bailey. So excited to cover speaking this
0: Speaking of tall, dark, and just a little bit fruity. <laughs> Maiden. Maiden. Oh, dude. Um, yeah, so it's a pretty short read. So if you haven't started it already, don't try It is nothing like the uh, length of these Akatar novels. So <laughs> no worries. So yeah, read window shopping and reach out to us if you have any suggestions of books that you want us to read in the future. We would love to hear mm-hmm. them. Uh, our email is warden at gmail.com.
1: Yeah. So we will see y'all next week. And as always,
0: let's get lit.